BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hey there, Hoopball Chicago Bulls podcast listeners. There are tons of VPN providers out there. You've probably heard of a few of them, and some of you may have even used a VPN before. But I like to do research on my sponsors, and I only recommend brands to my listeners that I believe in. I can say with full confidence that ExpressVPN is the best VPN on the market. Here's why. ExpressVPN doesn't log your data. Lots of really cheap or free VPNs make money by selling your data to ad companies. ExpressVPN developed a technology called Trusted Server that makes it impossible for their service to log any of your info. Second is speed. I've tried lots of VPNs in the past. Many slow your connection down or make your device sluggish. I've been using ExpressVPN for the past three months and my internet speeds are blazing fast. Even when I connect to servers thousands of miles away, I can still stream HD quality videos with zero lag. The last thing that really sets ExpressVPN apart from other VPNs is how easy it is to use. Unlike other VPNs, you do not have to input or program anything. You just fire up the app and click one button to connect. It's so easy, even your grandparents could do it. Full disclosure, I don't think my grandmother can do it. She can barely use the contacts function on her cell phone. Anyways, so protect yourself with the VPN that I use and trust. Use my link, expressvpn.com slash hoopball today and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash hoopball. Visit expressvpn.com slash hoopball to learn more. Now, on with the show. The following is a hoopball presentation. Ah, yes. Welcome to the Hoopball Chicago Bulls podcast. We are brought to you by ExpressVPN, MyBookie, and Manscaped. My name is Greg Mraz. I am the host of this program. Reminder, write a review, leave a rating, and subscribe. Helps out our metrics over at Hoopball tremendously. Also, make sure you tell your friends about the show, especially if they're Bulls fans. So the Bulls win their preseason finale 105-103 over the Oklahoma City Thunder. They needed a 34-13 fourth quarter differential in order to do so. 
This was probably the second worst game that the Bulls played in the preseason. The first, obviously, being the first where they got down big and were never really able to recover. But the second game against the Rockets and really the best preseason game that they played was their third preseason game against the Thunder. This game, not as much because Kobe White was not good. Patrick Williams was quiet relative to what he had done in the prior two games. Wendell Carter Jr. is still trying to find his footing. Zach Levine had a solid game, even though he was a minus 14. And we finally got to see some impact from Laurie Markkinen. Now, granted, I'm taking this with a little bit of a grain of salt because their high-volume numbers and the percentages aren't good. But Laurie Markkinen, at least, is playing a little bit better. The Bulls were not good from the field. They were 42.4% compared to Oklahoma City's 41.1%. Now, you're probably thinking, well... 42.4%, that's not so bad. Well, no, it's really not so bad. But the thing that I look at is that the Bulls needed a 34.4th quarter in order to get it to that point. The Bulls were terrible from beyond the arc, shooting just 26.8%. So I can handle the field goal percentage. The three-point percentage has got to improve. Oklahoma City shot almost 40% from three-point range. They were 15 of 38, 39.5%. Bulls were 11 of 41, 26.8%. Bulls were terrible at the line in this game. They were 10 of 17 from the free throw line. Look, I don't care what level of basketball that you are at. Whether you are an NBA player, a collegiate player, a high school player, if you're playing middle school basketball, it is unacceptable to me to be below 70% from the free throw line as a team in a game. It just is. Make your free throws. You work on your free throws. There's not enough time nowadays that is actually spent on making your free throws. And a lot of people say, well, the big men are not really good at shooting free throws. Okay, let me give you a couple of numbers. Daniel Gafford, two for three. He's a big man. Kobe White, one for two. Okay, just one opportunity, really. Patrick Williams, one for two. Simi Chateau, he was one for four. Now, Simi Chateau had a solid fourth quarter. He had 13 points in 12 minutes and was a plus 21. Ryan Archidiacono had seven points in 18 minutes. He was three of five from the field, and he was also a plus 21. Archidiacono was three of five from the field. He also had three assists. A really poor game for Kobe White. Four points in 30 minutes, one of six from the field, one of six from three-point range. He had nine rebounds, which you don't really expect from a point guard. Three assists, two turnovers. So at least some of the numbers were down, but he was a minus 19. Kobe White had a bad game. I feel like these are the types of games you're going to have from Kobe White, at least in this sophomore year of him trying to find himself as this team's point guard. Laurie Markkinen's numbers were better, as we said. 9 of 17, 22 points, 4 of 10 from three-point range, five rebounds. Okay, I'll just come to you with this. If you're going to get Laurie Markkinen at 40% from three and just over 50% from the field, I think that that's a solid game. I may have been a little bit too harsh on him in our open, but all I can tell you is that Laurie Markkinen's going to have to have more performances like this one and fewer performances like the first three preseason games. We're going to take a quick break and we'll come back evaluating this game and what to look forward to as the Bulls get ready to square up with the Atlanta Hawks. You are listening to the Hoopball Chicago Bulls podcast on the Hoopball Network. 
I hope you guys feasted on the MyBookie Turkey Day free play that allowed users to grab themselves a risk-free bet up to $250. It was basically a free shot at trying to double your money. If you didn't get in on that, then what are you doing? No, but seriously, now is the time to get some skin in the game with MyBookie, where odds boosts, lightning deals, and free bets await all season long. And with the NFL playoffs right around the corner, we know who these teams are, we know what they are capable of, and it's not difficult to find some value in the lines. Okay, side note to that. You never know what you're going to get with Mitchell Trubisky. So we don't know what the Bears are capable of. And if they get in the playoffs, I don't know if I would use a MyBookie odds boost in order to bet on that. But that's just me. Whether you're a first-time customer or have been playing with MyBookie for years, there is no shortage of value to be found in the thousands of game lines, unique prop bets, and contests that they offer every week. Sign up or get reloaded today, find an edge, make your bet, and get paid. They also boast a fully-fledged casino platform, giving you access to all the classic table, slot, and card games you'd expect to find at your local spot. And the best part is, at MyBookie, the doors never close, so you can continue to build your bankroll even after the stadium lights have gone out. Make the right play and sign up today at MyBookie, and when you do, use the promo code HOOPBALL to get your deposit matched halfway, all the way up to 1000 bucks. Terms are simple. You put in $200, they match you with another 100 in your account. If you were already planning to bet this season, this is betting free money. It's winning season at MyBookie, so come on in and join the fun and win some cash while you're at it. Now, fellas, you got to listen up here because we have a new Manscaped product alert. Manscaped just released the Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer. Take a look in the mirror and I guarantee you'll see hair sticking out of those holes. It's time to keep your ear and nose hair looking just as nice as all of your hairs. Yes, that's what I said. I edited on the fly. Manscaped is forever changing the grooming game with their Weed Whacker. This nose and ear hair trimmer provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. The premium Manscaped Weed Whacker uses a 9,000 RPM motor-powered 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. Its intelligently contoured design enhances the trimming experience and it is waterproof, which makes it for easy operational and cleaning whenever you need to operate it or clean it. I kind of screwed that up there. But anyways, have you ever pulled your nose hair out with your fingers? First off, why would you do that, period? I'm sorry. Like, why would you do that? I have no idea. But that's why you need the ear and nose hair trimmer. It might hurt worse than nicking your... You know what. Manscaped is making whacking your weeds a time to look forward to, delivering maximum confidence while providing hygiene. Yes, you will get a replaceable blade every three months to keep your weed whacking time clean and enjoyable. Look, fellas, 79% of partners polled admitted that long nose hair is a major turnoff. Well, hey, ladies, I have no nose hair, so ha 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 It's time to upgrade your Manscaped routine with the Weed Whacker. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code HOOPBALL20 at manscaped.com. What are you waiting for? Go whack those weeds. Welcome back to the Hoop Ball Chicago Bulls podcast. Bulls 105-103 winners over the Oklahoma City Thunder in the preseason finale down at Chesapeake Energy Arena in Oklahoma City. It's December 19th, folks. December 23rd is four days away. That is the Bulls season opener against the Atlanta Hawks at the United Center. If I have to give grades to all of the Bulls players, I'm going to give passing grades to at least three guys. My passing grades go to Zach Levine. His final game in the preseason, he goes 20 points, 8 of 16 from the field, 29 minutes, 4 assists, 4 rebounds, 2 steals. 
Zach Levine looks like he is a much more refined player than he was even a year ago. I think Zach Levine is ready to be the two guard that the Bulls have hoped he would be ever since they acquired him. They don't need him to run the point. They don't need him to be the primary ball handler. This is the guy that you want coming up with a big shot in clutch time. Obviously, we have raved over Patrick Williams. Patrick Williams probably had his worst game of the preseason in the finale against OKC. Seven points, three of seven shooting, three rebounds, two assists, did play 29 minutes. But I'm giving him a passing grade because he has been pretty darn good. Another passing grade I'm going to give is to Otto Porter Jr. Had a rough preseason finale, one of eight from the field in 20 minutes, eight boards, but just four points. I think Otto Porter Jr. knows that his role is going to be somewhat limited compared to what it's been in the past. And I think he's okay with that. I think he knows that this is his final year in Chicago. He knows he'll be looking for a new home next year. And he's trying to make the most of whatever opportunities he's going to get to make an impact this year. And I think that that's good. I think having a veteran like him is going to help move some of the young guys along. So I'm going to give Otto Porter Jr. a passing grade for the preseason. Now here are grades that I'm going to give as a not passing. I'm not going to call them failing because I don't think that that's very accurate or very kind. Wendell Carter Jr. So last night he had eight points on four of nine shooting. He was 0 for 4 from beyond the arc. He had six assists, five rebounds, and two blocks. I understand wanting to get Wendell Carter Jr. to shoot more, but have him shoot the mid-range. You don't need to pop him out beyond the three-point line if you don't need to. Look, you've got guys in your lineup. You've got three guys in your starting lineup that are better three-point shooters than Wendell Carter Jr. I think that, yes, he should shoot from the perimeter if given the open shot and if the offense calls for it, but I don't think you need to force-feed him from the outside. The guy has not been good from beyond the arc in the preseason. And really, he has not been good offensively at all in the preseason. Let's take a look at why that is. He's a guy that's trying to adjust to playing in a different style than he did in his first two years as a pro. And I'm okay with Wendell Carter Jr. effectively being thrown into the fire and them asking him to do something that he didn't do in his first two years as a pro. This is all about development. This is all about growth. So seeing Wendell Carter Jr. fail on the fly, and I'm not going to say fail. I don't think that's the right word. Seeing him experience growing pains on the fly, I think is perfectly normal. So I think that we have to accept that maybe Wendell Carter Jr. is shooting from beyond the arc too much, but also understand that they're trying to make him into a more versatile big man. He's passing the ball better. He is distributing the ball really well from his position at the high post. The Bulls would like him to be what an Andrew Bogut was for the Golden State Warriors, somebody that can run the offense from the high post, somebody that can kick out to the elbow and be able to find a cutter, find somebody rolling off a screen, find somebody cutting back door. That's what I think the Bulls want for Wendell Carter Jr. And I'm good with him staggering a little bit in that development. An incomplete grade I'm going to give to Laurie Markkinen, or a not pass, 
because Lauren Markkinen had one good game and everything else trended to him being more toward what he was last year than what he was in his first two seasons. The last game, good sign. Good to have good momentum moving forward into the regular season. Do I think that Laurie Markkinen is going to be like that every night? No. Talk to me once we hit the calendar new year and we've seen five games from him and we can understand exactly where he is being used in this offense and how his development is moving forward. And if we can see over a larger sample size that this is a different Laurie Markkinen, that this is the Laurie Markkinen that we all expected when he was drafted out of Arizona, then I think that there's justification to say we can bring this guy back because we know we're going to be getting the guy that has all of that potential just tapped in to that 6'11 frame. Now, there are some question marks on the bench. Certainly, it's pretty obvious at this point that your main bench guys, at least as currently constructed, are going to be Daniel Gafford, Otto Porter Jr., Chandler Hutchison, and Ryan Archidiacono. Garrett Temple, who was your main free agent signing, has not played in the preseason. He's still dealing with COVID, so who knows when he's going to be back. Tomas Sadoransky played in one preseason game, and then he had to isolate. Who knows when he's going to be back? Denzel Valentine's got a left hamstring strain. He hasn't played at all. Thad Young's had a left leg infection. He hasn't played at all. So a lot of the guys that you expected to be your 6 through 10, or maybe your 7 through 10, the Young, the Sadoransky, the Temple, the Valentine, I don't know why I'm referring to these guys with the the in them. Maybe that can be their nickname. You know, the Temple, the Sadoransky. Okay, I'm trying too hard with that. But anyways, I think that their lack of playing time in the preseason through no fault of the coach is going to really affect how the Bulls switch in and out rotationally in the first few games of the regular season. When Temple gets back, how many minutes a game can you play him? When Young gets back, how many minutes a game can you play him? Same with Sadoransky, although Sadoransky, I feel like, because he played one preseason game, he is going to be able to actually play a little bit more than the other guys. Is Devon Dotson going to make the team, or is he going to end up going to the Windy City Bulls, who are probably going to end up going into the G League bubble? I have not seen officially whether or whether they are not going to elect to play in that bubble. But in any event, we've seen enough of... Guys like Zach Norvell, Luke Cornett, Simi Chatou. How this roster is going to look like on opening night remains to be seen. But if a lot of these guys still can't go, if they're hurt or still dealing with COVID issues, you're going to see a lot of Ryan Archidiacono. You're going to see a lot of Chandler Hutchison. You're going to see some Simi Chatou. You're going to see some Zach Norvell. They still haven't played Adam Makoka at all, which was a big topic of conversation last year. With Jim Boylan taking that timeout down 20 with less than a minute left on Super Bowl Sunday against the Toronto Raptors and having the Raptors announcers saying, I want to get out of here. So we haven't seen Adam Makoka yet. Maybe we'll see him at some point. Before we wrap it up, let's give you a couple more words from Hoopball. Quickly. 
We need to pause the show for an announcement, and it's a fun one. It's free stuff. Everybody loves free stuff. What's the free stuff? The Bruise Letter is back. Oh, yes. Back and fresh for the 2020-2021 NBA season, our founder Aaron Brewski is writing an email newsletter filled with his most intimate fantasy nuggets. It's exclusive content you cannot find anywhere else. It's not on the website. It's not on any podcast. It's not on social media. It's only in the email newsletter. And you can sign up to get it for free. Just go to bit.ly slash bruise letter 2021 and sign up in 10 seconds. Again, the site is bit.ly slash bruise letter 2021. Aaron Brewski, straight to your inbox. All right, here's the thing. Hoopball is a great website. We love the content. We love that it exists. Certainly I do to have this platform to talk about the Chicago Bulls. But Hoopball needs to keep the lights on. So for a few weeks every year, we sell stuff. This year, the best deal in fantasy is here at Hoopball, and it's called the Fantasy Pass. It's just $4.99 a month and gets you the entire draft guide, the Brewski 150, our DFS Pass, and all-in season fantasy tools. That's nuts! Just $4.99 for all that stuff. You know, instead of ordering out tonight or getting that pumpkin spice latte, just go get the Fantasy Pass. Head to hoop-ball.com and click on the Fantasy Pass ad just below the main media wall. All right, so as we wrap it up here on the Hoop Ball Chicago Bulls podcast, we're going to have Brad Harden on probably Monday, I would say, to talk about the Bulls and Hawks opening night matchup. We're getting more and more amped for this as we go along. And I'll tell you, I'm excited for this season. It has been a long time since we've seen competent Bulls basketball out on the court. I'm excited for what this year can bring as we move toward the future. Now, with Giannis Antetokounmpo signing his Supermax extension with the Milwaukee Bucks, we can no longer look forward to potentially dragging Giannis down I-94 from Milwaukee to the Windy City. But I will say that if you can develop this core this year and understand that you have pieces like White, Levine, Carter, and I'll put Markinen on the outside, especially Patrick Williams. I actually, I think you're going to swap in the core four with Williams instead of Markinen because we know Patrick Williams is going to be here for the long haul. We don't about Laurie Markinen. So as we wrap it up, I'll just say, enjoy it, Bulls fans. Enjoy the wins. Don't be too disappointed at the losses because know that there is a plan in place. You've hired good people. You have a competent general manager and a president of basketball operations You have a veteran head coach that knows how to win at the NBA and at the collegiate level. He knows how to connect with players. This is such a better start than we've seen in a very long time. Temper your expectations, but be happy when the Bulls exceed them. This has been another edition of the Hoopball Chicago Bulls podcast. Have a great Saturday, a great rest of your weekend. Opening night is almost here. Go Bulls! This has been a Hoop Bull presentation. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. 
every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.